listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by D.D. Dunahoo, Matt N., Al White, and Elizabeth. lovelies and thanks for joining us on the 187th episode of final girls horror cast the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy and i'm carly and it's our anniversary carly (laughs) happy anniversary my love and to you as well four years of podcast love between us right now wild not Wild. only are we celebrating our anniversary, but we're celebrating it live with our Patreon subscribers on YouTube Live. Heck yeah, we are. Never what done up, before. No. Brand, brand new. new attempt at fancy technologiness. So fancy and so exciting. Yes. So thank you. We have Patreon subscribers watching along as we're recording right now. So we might have them. Uh, might join in with some questions or whatever you guys want to do. We're going to keep be uh, keeping an eye on the chat there. So uh, enjoy. I hope you guys are de- enjoying a delicious beverage of some sort. Carly, what do you got yes. going on over there drinking wise? Funny you should ask. Uh, I was making some drinks last night and I came up with this delightful concoction. Ooh. Oops. Called uh, Happy Anniversary. People can see us. you now. I know, it's so super weird. Um, basically, uh, it is botanical gin, because you know me. So fancy. Uh, I got these super fancy maraschino cherries at the liquor store a while They're ago. They're fancier than regular maraschino cherries? They're made in Italy, and oh. they were like ridiculously expensive. Is that but a they real were, like, thing? Are you just making I swear, that up? No, I swear to God, I will like go get the jar for you right now and display it because people can see me. Um, and they, but they were the only cherries that they had and they were like, they're like expensive. And I was like, fuck it. You can't make a Manhattan without a good cherry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I bought Dude. them. <laughs> Dude. Uh, and so I took some of the cherries and also some of the fancy cherry liquid that was uh-huh. in there. And I mixed it with my favorite limoncello LaCroix and have this. Wow. Well, really Guys, living real up good. to the pretentious shark pants name over there, I figured there, I had to come correct I mean, for this episode. I appreciate it. Yeah. I am drinking my pink sparkly bubbles. See, we're both pink. But I feel like champagne. Well, first of all, champagne is kind of my thing right now. Mm-hmm. And by champagne, I mean sparkling wine, of course, because I can't afford that expensive shit. I like it. But pink, specifically, rosé champagne and the brute. Like, I don't want sweet, you she know? Wants, she wants the brute. I want the brute <laughs> sparkles. So I have a glass here, but I know how our anniversary episodes usually go. So I'm going to show our listeners that are watching along with us. I have an entire bucket filled with ice to keep it cold because it's very hot here. There's fires all over, all around me. It's scary. It's true. We both have our fans and conditioning, air conditioning. (laughs) I will be refilling. Okay. 
Um, I just want to shout out, okay, what what is Todd saying about us? Because I need to jump in here. First of all, someone's fucking with you. Charlie's trying to tell you, Carly, there's a spider behind you. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I can see myself. <laughs> there is not. And then Todd is saying that I have a One Tree Hill college DJ vibe, and I don't know what that means. I'm into it. DJ Amy. I've never seen One Tree Hill. I feel like I should have, but I never actually have. Okay. Are we <laughs> ready to the, move on? The baby gates for my dogs. Sometimes <laughs> Carly has a baby need, gate. They cannot enter the office. She has 17 dogs. So I have 17 dogs. And sometimes it's a they're not allowed exaggeration, in the office. But not really. Okay. So I feel like we got a little off course here. That's going to happen. But that's fine. It's going to get more and more off course as we go. We're going to get, get messy. Further and further into this bottle of sparkling rosé just saying let's move on so here's how this thing usually goes in case you have never listened to a final girls anniversary episode carly and i will constantly tell each other we love each other it's true carly i love you i love you i love you so much oh my god and then we will also uh have an award ceremony for the films we discussed in the last year Mm -hmm. we have if you go on my uh letterboxd account i have season four list that has all the movies we discussed in the last year that sounds so real right uh it is kind of i mean i just say seasons but really it's a year not a season season would be like fall or something right i don't know anyway uh so that's on there if you want to play along with us and think of like who you what movies you would nominate for these you can go ahead and do that feel free to shout it out in the chat if you're watching along with us um or if you're streaming along with us oh my god this is already getting so hard, and I'm only, like, <laughs> through my first class, guys. Um, okay. Uh, and then we're going to answer some listener questions. Uh, again, with the chat, we'll be going in and out with the chat feature. Okay. So let's start with our fourth anniversary ceremony. Is that the song? Yeah. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> what is our first uh, category today, Carly? The category to be kicking off this awards ceremony is obviously the most drool-worthy dude award. It has to be. Now, it has to be. Usually, this category is has one person that wins it almost yeah. every year. Yeah, it's usually Dan Stevens. Usually Dan Stevens. We have not done a Dan Stevens movie this year. Not a single dang one. So we could not nominate him, which is very depressing. It was rough. Um, I was having a really hard time with it, but I think that we still have some good nominees. So who do do. you want to nominate? Who do you have on your list that you would like to nominate for this category? I have quite a few. Yeah, start. I do. Okay, so uh, obviously Anton, my love from Odd Thomas. Yes, yes. So if anyone listens to the show, they should know Carly fucking loves Anton Yelchin. I have a a deep, a deep love and affinity for Anton Yelchin. Yeah, it's very deep. Uh, It's real. (laughs) Um, Also, the handsome man himself, Chris Hemsworth, aka Chris Helmsworth, if uh, 
you're familiar with our Cabin in the Woods episode. Yes. Um, and then I had Adam Brody, Ready or Not. I kind of combined both Steve Zahn and Paul Walker for oh, Joyride. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, okay. And then uh, Timothy Oliphant for The Crazies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Timothy Oliphant, huh? Those are my... I like that addition. I didn't think of it. Surprise. But I approve that nomination. Awesome. Okay, so did you pick a winner from <sighs> these nominees? I picked two winners, so you're going to have to be the... T- well, What? You can't what? pick two? I know, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. Who, uh, what about you? Did you have, uh, who's yours? Um, <laughs> you actually selected all of mine, which Amazing. are Chris Helmsworth, Anton Yelchin, and Adam Brody. Phenoms. Yeah. So, um, who was your tie? And then I'll, maybe I'll break the tie. I mean, obviously, obviously Anton, ha- like, has to be in there, but we're going, like, drool-worthy. Right. Like, And so... I'm going to have to either go with Chris or Adam. Okay. For wow. the drooling Oh, You part. are completely leaving Anton out of your tiebreaker. I thought he was going to be at least one of them. I cannot I mean, if, believe this. Because I know that he is not drool worthy to you. And this is a, uh, this is a partnership and a team. Right. So I, he can be my drool worthy <sighs> every day. And you know what? He is. So, but, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) this is a partnership. And so (laughs) we're going with Chris and and Adam for the tiebreaker. This is my love for you. Um, (laughs) Okay. So Adam Brody was my selection. So he's the winner. Congratulations, Adam Brody from Red or You're Not. You are the most drool worthy dude of the last year. Drink. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, moving right along. If we're going to be talking about drool-worthy dudes, we also need, also is the word I was trying to say, we also need to be talking about crush-worthy chicks. Hell yeah, we do. Right? So who were your crush-worthy chicks nominees of the year? Okay, so I had Jessica Roth from Happy Death Day. Okay. I had Natalie Portman from Annihilation, Samara Weaving from Ready or Not, and my pick is uh, Sodom Park from Parasite. Oh, those were good nominees. You put a lot of thought into that. I really did. However, you, I didn't hear my choice Kay. in your nominees. <laughs> who were who your choices? So I only had two. Okay. S- Samara Weaving. Mm-hmm. Ready or not. And Logan Browning from The Perfection. Okay. Oh, she was a good one. So I chose, even though I did not like the movie, I very much enjoyed Logan Browning from The Perfection. I liked her character a lot. I thought the acting was great. She's gorgeous. Super crush worthy. She's a super babe. She's my choice. I'm pushing for her. I, uh, I'm pushing for Sodom Park. Oh, my God. Parasite. All right, you guys. She's adorable. <laughs> Can you guys be <laughs> Jessica Roth? Jessica Roth. Jessica Roth. Everyone's voting for Jessica Roth Everyone's in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> and by everyone, I mean all, like, seven guys that are on there. 
It's true. Um, okay. Pina, so People's Choice Award goes to Jessica Roth for <laughs> sure, because there's like 17,000 nominees for her. Like, I, I'm trying to think. They're not even different people. Like, literally every person in our chat is saying Jessica Roth. It's true. So, uh... I'm still going with Logan Browning. <laughs> I'm, uh, not... I'm standing for... Wow, we Park. cannot come to a decision on this. <laughs> at all. I was much more willing to, uh, step down for Anton than I was wow. for her. <laughs> Do we need to, like, come back? Does this ever happen before where we, like, no. really couldn't, like, succeed at all? No. This is... This is kind of crazy. It is. All right. Moving on. Okay. I guess, should we come back to it? Or are we just saying it's a, it's a tie? It's a three-way I, tie. We'll see how we feel at the end of our beverage. Okay. Is. All right. I don't uh, think I'm backing show. down from Logan Browning. I'm just letting I mean, you all know. I mean, I'm not either, so. All right. <laughs> you know. Did you guys see the perfection? She's super hot in it. It's like she a is really, really hot. hot sex scene. Like I'm into it. No, no one else. Just me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> best creepy little boy movie. So this is a new category we specifically added for this year because we did 5,000 movies featuring creepy little boys. We did. Uh, so. An overwhelmingly weird amount. Why? I don't even know. I didn't even realize it till I was putting this list together. And then I was like, there is an overwhelming amount of yeah. films featuring little boys in this. I have no idea. But they're all creepy. So I'll let you know who my... I mean, I didn't even put nominees. I just put who all of them were. And I think we need to come to an agreement before we select. Are we picking the creepiest little boy... Were we picking the little boy who did the best in the role? The creepiest little boy. Or, okay. yeah. I mean, I guess they're kind of the same, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So we have Ho The Hole in the Ground. Mm -hmm. That's a movie we did a while back about a little boy who was like turned into some sort of alien creature like i don't even know i don't even uh, remember that movie eli so. <laughs> eli is the one where he goes he they tell him something's wrong with him and then he goes to some facility uh the golem that's one where the mom really wants a kid real bad and makes one out of mud weird movie yep. uh the darkness i i don't know if you know what to say watched. about that one and then the prodigy which we did very recently which is like the one about the child prodigy yeah. Um, so what is your favorite? I'm guessing I'm gonna, those are the only ones you have nominated. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with The Prodigy. The Prodigy. That is the also little, the one I Georgie. Picked. Yeah. So that Good. movie sucks, by the way. But I will say he's the creepiest by far. Georgie was way creepy. <laughs> Super climbing creepy. into that bed and <laughs> yeah. being weird. Yeah. Yeah. Way creepy. 100%. So, uh, yeah, Prodigy, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it as a movie, but I will say out of all of the movies we did with little boys in them, he was by far the creepiest. <laughs> Sounds so yeah. weird. Yes. Creepy. Facts. Should we take uh, a moment to talk about our t-shirts that we're wearing right now? Because uh, I'm yeah. really excited about my Tom Atkins Rules t-shirt. It's amazing. I know I also you also have, have this t-shirt. I do, because everybody should it. have it. 
I agree. Tom Atkins is amazing, though. I'm just like really excited about this shirt. And then you're wearing an Exorcist t-shirt. I am. Not an Exorcist 3 t-shirt, though, which is actually your favorite Exorcist film. It's facts. It's a pretty good shirt, though. Where did you I get that it. shirt from? I think this is from Graveyard Goods. Okay. Cool. Okay, back it's to the awards. Studio House. Just kidding. It's Graveyard Goods. This is from Studio House. So we have... And that's our um, commercial break for <laughs> Graveyard Goods and Studio House. Okay, Brought um, to you by, I, but not really, because we I think our, our listeners agree that Prodigy, also creepiest little boy. Agree- I'm glad we can agree on something, guys. Yes, I'm glad we can agree same. on something. Okay, moving on to the Keep You Up at Night Award. This is supposed to be for the scariest film, the scariest yeah. one we discussed in the last year, which yeah. surprisingly was kind of slim pickings. I think a lot of the movies we discussed weren't that scary, to be honest. Yes. What did you have? What did you have nominated for that one? Um, I had The Orphanage. I had The Crazies. And while the movie itself isn't scary, the idea of it is scary. And so I had The Strangers. Okay. Uh, pray at night because it's sure. like one of those things that you could think about after. Because See, I think the- that one is scary for sure. You so know, I'm okay with that being on your list. Didn't cool. make it to my list though. Weirdly enough. Weirdly enough. Weirdly, enough. <laughs> that is weird. It scares me. I it really it probably should be on my list. Like I could be <laughs> talked into adding it to my list. Um, mine are a tale of two sisters. Okay. Um, the platform. And yep. the orphanage. So we only really agree on the orphanage. Yeah. Although um, I selected A Tale of Two Sisters as the scariest one. I selected the orphanage. Okay. But, you know. People are still choosing Jessica Roth for this. <laughs> well, then I guess we've got our answer. The people's choice. <laughs> Guys. When, when we cannot agree, we go to you. And you have chosen... Jessica Roth. Jessica. This just in. Jessica Roth is the scariest movie that we discussed this year. Um, so I feel like I feel like we should just say the orphanage because it's something we, we can it. agree on. Yeah. Even though it's not what I selected as mine. Perfect. Okay. How do we feel about that peanut gallery? Anything? No, still just Jessica Roth. That's all I see. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Okay, moving on. What's our next one, Carly? It is the most boring film, a.k.a. The Snooze Award. The Snooze. Oh, my God. There was lots of them this year. There were so many, (laughs) by the way. There was a lot. Oh, my Um, God. My picks. Yeah. Uh... Black Hollow Cage. So uh, sorry. Yep. So sorry. Yeah. And Climax. Yep. Were That's the two lie. main ones mm-hmm. for me. I all, would um, also like to nominate Lake Mungo. Oh, yes. Sorry yep. to people who love Lake Mungo, which there's many. There are. Um, uh, let's see. That one's a good one. Um, I am going... Oh, those... Who did you pick? Who was your pick? 
I kept on going back and forth. Okay. Between. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Black Hollow because I needed to actually, like, take a break. Like, I couldn't watch it all the way through. I had to, like, step away from it. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I picked Climax as my most boring. You know what? There are so many long shots. I'm not even sure what that movie's about. Like, I mean, I know what it's about, but also, like, what is it really about? Uh, I don't really care. Like, I... Put me down for it. I'm in. Sold. Which is so funny. If anyone's a Modern Horror subscriber and, like, knows about Modern Horror's writer, Mania fucking loves Climax. It's, like, one of her favorite horror movies of all time. And I hate it so much, and I don't understand, like, how that can be someone's favorite. Okay, a lot of people... Some people agree, and some people don't. Charlie says he fell asleep during Climax. Black Cat says that they had trouble falling asleep during Climax. So... (laughs) There you go. <laughs> uh, Todd is asking if I uh, am ad-libbing all of this or if I have an actual list. I do have an actual list. I am. I have a list. I chose movies ahead of time uh, for everything. But otherwise, I'm ad... I mean, otherwise, it's just me talking. <laughs> it's not like I'm reading <laughs> a script or something. But I do have a movies. list. I did select the movies I'm talking about. Uh oh, Black Hat was making a joke. I think he was talking about an orgasm, perhaps. Ah. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're gonna go with climax, whether or not our listeners agree. Most boring. It's it's pretty boring. But Black Definitely Hollow Cage was a close runner up. A very close runner up. Yeah. Yes. And that All right. I mean the fact that Climax was one of the first movies we discussed this year and it's still fresh in my memory as being boring whereas Black Hollow Cage was last week like yeah. I think that says something. I do too cuz when I was scrolling looking I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> I, like Black Hollow Cage was one of those movies that I was like, "Well, we just watched it. We literally just talked about it. Like that's going on there." And then when sure. I was scrolling, I was like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah. Boom. For sure. Okay. Throw it on the list. What's next? Next up is grossest film, which we call our Pea Soup Award, which is yes. uh, an exorcist reference. It is. Yeah. <laughs> for the green you know? pea soup that spits out. Uh, okay. So for me, I have three nominees, which okay. is From Beyond, mm-hmm. Slither, mm-hmm. and Zombie. I had Slither as mine. That's the only one That's you it. picked? That's the only one I picked. <laughs> Zombie's a good one, too, though. Do you remember uh, From Beyond at all? Yes. From Beyond was my pick. Okay. That's great. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Not devoted at all to Slither. Well, Slither grossed me out a lot. Slither is gross for By, sure. With our society, with the, all the society, there's bits a lot and of society references was for sure. So gross, and yeah. So good, and there were so many like moments. I mean, I could so. be, you know, persuaded to go to Slither on this one. I mean, it's super gross. You've got those weird slugs sliming all over everything, and then you've yeah. got what's his face, Michael Rooker. Yeah. There's a shunting scene. 
being creepy and being a weird blob. Yeah. A, a weird... From Beyond has a lot of, like, weird shunting kind of things, too. It's true. Also, I just didn't think about it when I was scrolling. Super gross. I saw Slither and I'm I was sorry. like, No, I think, I think From Beyond wins this one, guys. Okay. I think it does. Perfect. I'm pushing it. <sighs> okay. Oh, Todd is, like, asking for winners from previous years. I'm, I'm sure we could pull that up. <laughs> But I don't have it. I know we Society won it previously. Society definitely won it previously. Society definitely run, won it previously. I don't know of any other winners of that one. Carly will pull it up. Maybe yeah, she can I, shout it out later. Probably. I can at least do the one from last year because I had that open. Other people are choosing Platform, which is Platform was also creepy. gross. Yeah, I just don't think it was as... I still like a lot of food things. <laughs> Drag Me to Hell was our P-Soup Award winner oh. last year. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell was pretty gumming. fucking gross. <laughs> the gumming and the oh. throwing up in people's mouths. Oh. So gross. Yuck. Yeah, that was, a good, that was a good choice from us. It's true. Okay, what's next? Uh, creepiest villain. Creepiest villain. Okay, who you got nominated? Uh, I have the crazies from the crazies remake. Wow, you're really like nominating the crazies a lot. I really like that movie. It'll come back again later. Um, I have Pennywise from it. Yeah, the first one. Me too. Uh, and then I also have uh the Nazis. Ah, as a from Overlord. Nothing. Overlord. Not much is scarier than a Nazi. It's my true. Opinion. Nazis are, you know, a little terrifying. Uh, I had also to add on the aliens from Signs. Okay. And the strangers from the strangers. That is a thing. Yes. So I overall select. I also had Cenobites from Hellraiser, but I don't really think they're that creepy. I don't either. They're kind of just like. I put it. I put it more in there as a respect. You yeah, know? Yes. like respect. But you're not gonna win. Totally. Yeah. Um, I think um, yeah. Pennywise has this one though. Like in terms of a legit villain. Like, okay for cre- okay yes for a creepy villain, and creepy being being that the word creepy is in there. I would say I am going to agree with you. Like, if you come across any of these things, what is the one that scares you the most? I mean, Nazis, but... Because the aliens from Signs, you can just spray them with a hose and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Nazis, you can kind of, like, sweet talk your way. I feel like you can kind of sweet talk your way around Nazis. (laughs) I don't think that I could. (laughs) Oh, but sorry, yes, uh, that's true. Um, <laughs> strangers, you cannot. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna kill them, or they're gonna kill you, right? But they're that's still really the only only human. Sure. So, see, Pennywise is creepy because he can like fuck with you, even if he's not in front of you. He can fuck with you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and he's got those crazy like fucking like dagger teeth. Yeah, he does have those creepy. Dagger this teeth. is what it looks like. In case you guys didn't see the movie, spoiler alert. And by dagger teeth, she definitely means hamster teeth, guys. Because let's be real, those motherfuckers <laughs> look like hamster teeth. Oh, you were on that movie for so many people when you said that. Sorry. 
Do you remember when truth. you did that and people were I like do. legit upset because you they said like, hamster <laughs> teeth? They're like, I can't watch this movie now without seeing hamster teeth. Oh my but that's God, what he has. So many hamster teeth. Okay. So we're going to say Pennywise on this one. We are. Peanut Gallery. How do you feel about Pennywise being the scariest motherfucking villain of the last year that we discussed? No one's saying no. Some people are <laughs> saying Nazis. Again, Nazis, Nazis are, are humans, just... so I feel like you can just like shoot them in the head. <laughs> you can't shoot Pennywise in the head. Just saying. I mean, you can, but he'll just come back as a balloon. It's true. It's true. Okay, moving right along moving to right along. the final girl award. Yes. Probably should be the last one we talk about, but at the same time, mm, I don't really care that much about it. I only have one nominee. <laughs> I have two. Okay. Um, I have Samara Weaving from Ready or Not. Sure. And I have Micah Monroe from Villains. Mm, that's an interesting choice. I just like her. I like her too. And I liked that movie. Do you think that she's really a final girl in that though? I mean, I guess it's kind of flips and then she kind of is. She makes it. Sure. All right. I'll go with it. I'm also totally happy to pick, I mean, because, like, like, Samara Weaving's character in Ready or Not is, like, quintessential final girl. Yeah. So I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, she really, like, that movie is just her being a final girl. (laughs) It's true. It's, like, basically the beginning of the movie is is them being, like, hey, you're the final girl. And then the rest (laughs) of the movie is her actually being the final girl. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Great. I'm in it. Grace from Ready or Not, Final Girl of the Year. Okay, Boom. moving on. Best found footage film of the year. We had four found footage films we did. Uh, Paranormal Activity 2, Paranormal Activity 3, Fourth Kind, and Apollo 18. I picked Paranormal Activity 3. Absolutely, hands down the winner. Like, no <laughs> discussion. It no. might be one of my favorite found footage movies of Ever. all time. Yeah, it's great. Like, I'm trying to think of other found footage movies I like more, and mm-hmm. there's maybe one or two. Maybe. Maybe. Paranormal Activity 3, definitely up there. Yes. What does our peanut gallery say about that one? Check it out. Let's see. Loved Ones. Oh, I love the Loved Ones, but we did it's not so discuss good. them in the last year. Yeah, that wasn't a That is one movie. of my favorites of all time. I love it's so good. Love, love it's the so loved good. ones. Uh okay. Armando agrees, Paranormal Activity Three. Okay. Black Hat agrees yeah. that Micah is crush crush worthy. She is. Yeah. Okay. Wreck. Wreck is a fantastic found footage horror movie. We have never discussed it. So it's no, we not have in not. the running. Not in the running. But I agree. Very good one. Let's take a commercial break. All right. Oh, what are we commercialing? We are commercialing Barefoot Bubbly, keeping Amy drunk since March of 2020. Golf claps. Okay, pouring that shiz. Okay, what's next, Charlie? What's next, boo? Next is Amy Drunk Since March of 2020. The most fun award. The most fun 
Oh, I like yes. this category. This is good. I like so, how we didn't order these in any, because we totally should have done, like, <laughs> we, didn't we didn't do this in any kind of order. Like, so no. unorganized. <laughs> this is how we do it every year. I know, it's but it's so funny. You think final girl award, then final boy award. But no, we do final boy later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need a break from the finals. Oh okay, so most fun. Who are your nominees? I have so many nominees for most fun. Um, obviously Halloween three. Okay. Overlord. I had a lot of fun with that movie. Yes. One cut of the dead. Yep. And return to horror high. Return to horror high is on your most fun list. I thought it was super wait, fun. Wait, wait, wait. Return to horror high. Yes. Is on your most fun list. Oh my! I had a blast watching that movie. I was like messaging my friends, oh. like taking pictures it's while I was watching of who's it. In it though, right? Because it's what? not good. It's not good, but it was fun as fuck to watch for me. I'm going to add a couple to this. Okay. Dead and Breakfast. Yes, that was also very fun. Super fun. Yeah. And not something you would normally think, but I think definitely needs the shout out. Truth or Dare from 2017. Okay. I really enjoyed that one. Okay. That one is not a good movie. But it's super fun to watch. I will agree with now, you. Now, the 17 on that. one, not the one that was in theaters, like the actual good one that was not in theaters. That was just like right to Netflix. Yeah. The one that takes place in the house, not yes. the one that they like go to Mexico for. That's, that one. That, that was a fun one. You're yeah, right. It was a lot of fun. Like, I concur. we like think back to us recording that. We had not only did we have fun watching it, but we had fun talking, talking about, about it. Talking about it. We did. And it was, um, it was one of the ones I had lower expectations for. And that's th- the best part about it. Yeah. No one's going to watch Truth or Dare from 2017 and think, no. oh, this is going to be a great movie. They're going to be like, this isn't the one with Lucy Hale. And you're like, but watch it anyway, because it's better. It's better than the other Truth or Dare movie. Just saying. Hashtag. It's true. Just saying. Okay. Uh, so what are we picking? <laughs> okay. Uh, Todd would also like to nominate Joyride. Um, okay yes which i think is totally fair i do too okay i like how charlie is counting how many times i fill my drink i appreciate that about him okay (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect maybe i need someone watching us when we record at all times so i have like this like accountability factor yeah you think okay um okay oh alex Coming through with a really good nominee that we should shout out, Santa's Slay. Santa's Slay was amazing, but that yeah. was not, we didn't do that for yes, the show, we did. did we? Yes, we did. We did. We oh, watched I thought we did a watch, it. A we did a watch along, along okay. and we talked about it on the show. You're right, because that yeah. movie's that movie is so it, fun. Solid, solid so nominee, fun. Alex. Way to go. Okay, so my selection. Is this was one of the hardest categories I think to pick um, because they're all extremely worthy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Deadly Friend on this one because I think I had. Was that one of the, your nominations? Yes. Did we I not talk about Deadly one. Friend? I thought that was one of your nominations. No, for most fun. Yeah. No, I had Halloween three. I had Overlord. I had oh. One Cut of the Dead and Return to Horror High. Oh, I yeah, no. 
I, okay, I also nominated Deadly though. Friend and I also choose Deadly Friend because I had there's a basketball thrown at someone's head. It's the it best explodes. scene we've talked about all year. Like it's amazing. It's one of the best movies of all time. Period. Okay. I'm in. Fuck it. <laughs> Throwing in the towel. The deaths in that movie are so insane. There's a robot. Like, it's one of the best movies of all time. Like, if you guys I, haven't seen Deadly Friend, like, do yourself a favor and watch Deadly Friend. Like, now. Like, you can even I stop listening say, to us and go watch it, and I will be okay <laughs> with it. Like, I will understand. <laughs> I will say when I pulled it up on my TV because I think that's one of the ones that we needed to buy. And I was like, what is this? And it kind of showed like that first clip of the robot coming out of the van. And I was like, (laughs) I've never been more excited for a random movie before in my whole life. Like Swanson in it. Making the popcorn. Let's do this. Can we please like pick that one? Yeah. I feel like that movie deserves to win something today. (laughs) Done. Deadly friend. Deadly I think friend. I actually, I think I, I, I think I, you'll see it again. To be honest. Okay. I'm so happy about it. Okay. Now we'll move on to final boy. We're doing final boy award now. Not after final girl. Yes. I only have one nominee. I have three. Okay. You go first then. Uh, so I have boys from overlord. Okay. Dan from reanimator. And Tom from Deadly Friend. Say the first one again. Uh, the dude from Overlord. Boys from Overlord. That's my yes. pick. Cool. Is that the only one you had? That's literally the only one I have. All right. Well, then that's got to be it. I think your other he, nominees are fine, but I think Boyce really wins this one. I mean, he really was the quintessential final girl boy. Final girl <laughs> boy. Final boy. Final man boy. Yeah. Cool. I Agreed. support it. I love Boys, by the way. I love that oh, movie. He's fantastic. That movie's great. It is great. It's if you guys so haven't seen Overlord, you what should are you get waiting on it. for? Okay. Then here's one of my favorite uh, categories of the year the But ah, yes. Why Award. Like, but yes. why does this movie exist? Yes. Not to be confused with the worst movie, but more like I'm more confused why this movie actually exists. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm confused. Like, someone wrote this movie, and I'm confused how that happened. And then also, like, just the plot doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know who read this script and thought, yeah, let's make this into a movie. Like, that's really the quintessential solution or person. God. What is the word that you're trying to say? You know what I mean. (laughs) I do. That's who we want to nominate for this. We don't want to nominate necessarily bad movies but more like how is this a movie and why is this a movie okay correct i just want to be clear on that because there's also a bad movie well there's a most forgettable that's coming later but that's a different kind of thing yeah uh what are your nominations for this my nominations are uh the forest okay which it's a movie that makes no sense. It's terrible writing. Uh, the Darkness. Uh, okay. Dead End Drive-In. What the fuck is that, that movie? Also. Don't sure. even know what that movie is. The Curse of La Llorona. Okay. And Ghostquake. I 
also have Ghost Quake. So I had also I had Dead End Drive In. I okay. had Ghost Quake, and I also had God Monster of Indian Flats. <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> because. That's a fair nomination. Because I was like, I don't how? agree with it because I feel like that movie has a purpose. See, I. Based on your description of the award, I can see why the Curse of La Llorona and the Forest were greenlit they were made to into make movies. Money. To yeah. make money. Okay. Correct. I can see Fair. why, like, oh, you know, this has a thing around it. It could be spooky. The Fair. same thing with, like, the forest. It could be spooky. Fair. Um, we can scratch those out. Yeah. Um, but the other ones... Are what the fuck happened here? <laughs> the, okay, Ghost Quake and Dead End Drive In. Like, there's literally no reason for these movies to exist. No. <laughs> and like, I wanted, oh, I was so excited for Dead End Drive In because it looked so much different I than what it was. Was so excited for Dead End oh. Drive In. Like, I thought Dead End Drive In was going to be one I of my new favorite my movies. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> Oh man! So, um, but I think Ghost Quake wins it, right? Yeah. Is there anything worse? Like Dead End Drive-In was this awful, like, but like I found Ghost some Quake. redeeming qualities in it. Like, what is Ghost Quake offering us? Honestly, it felt like one of those movies that you make when you have like twenty four hours to make a horror movie, right? Like a, a horror short. You know what I mean? Like the funny thing is, is there was like legit actors in that movie oh yeah because it was a sci-fi it seemed like it was a sci-fi movie i don't think it was an actual sci-fi movie though well <laughs> it did know? feel like a sci-fi movie but then, no there's like actual like legit actors in it i know all right I know. moving on moving on this is next on my favorite i think my favorite um category Sorry, I Most forgot underrated. the word category for a minute. <laughs> Most underrated. The Underdog Award. I will show you. I will now tell you my nominations for this. Are you ready? I'm Are so ready? ready. Are you ready for this? Okay. Lay it on me. Mausoleum. Yes. Paranormal Activity 3. Yes. Deadly Friend. I also have Deadly Friend. And Truth or Dare 2017. Those are good nominations. I also have the crazies <laughs> from the new one. And I, I also I mean, have. I can. I can agree with that. It's fine. I also have Anaconda. Is Anaconda underrated? I feel like people lump it into like the joke movies of the joke monster movies of the nineties. Yeah, it absolutely belongs there, Carly. But it's like so good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's so good. Oh. That's my. Those are my nominations. Uh, Todd is nominating Happy Death Day to you. Is that underrated? I didn't like it, <laughs> so I'm. I, I I think it's rated fine. I just think that's. I enjoyed that movie, but I think that it shifted from horror to sci-fi. Yeah, more so. Yeah. Um. But I enjoyed it. All right. I am going to go with, <laughs> I think they just want to nominate Jessica Roth for everything, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, I think that's the 
the direction we're heading in. Um, but my most the the uh, most underrated is Deadly Friend. Who fucking yes. heard of Deadly Friend? No, no it's one hundred percent Deadly. The Friend. fact that no one heard of that movie makes Can I tell it you? most underrated. I when I went to the drive-in, uh, Beyond Fest has like every Thursday they do movies, and I forget which one. I've been to two of them this summer so far, and the last one that I went to, I think, was Scream and something else. Okay. Uh, and they played the trailer for Deadly Friend, like, in between the two wow. movies, and I was so excited. I was no like- No one talks about Deadly Friend. Yes. It's so it's good. It's so good. It's so good. And Mausoleum. I mean- Mausoleum's fantastic. That one is another movie. No one talks about talks Mausoleum. About. Fantastic. Check out Mausoleum. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it's so much fun to watch. It's so entertaining. (laughs) So good. Um, I'm going to go with Deadly Friend again, though. No, yeah, I support it. Although I am okay with Truth or Dare 17, 2017 version. Also good, but Deadly Friend. Deadly Friend is is the stronger of the two. Sure. Both. Watch both movies, though. Like, go watch Deadly Friend and then go watch Truth or Dare. They're very different, but then you can be like, oh, I watched these two movies that nobody has heard of and they're fantastic. It's true. You can be that person. Congratulations. You're an elitist. I don't know what's happening. Are you okay, Carly? Yeah, <laughs> Did I you think just I spit heard something out. <laughs> no, Kenobi made a noise. And so oh. I was looking to see what, what was going on. Now Todd is saying that we're overrating Deadly Friend. I don't think that's possible. No. Might be one of the best movies of all time. All right. (laughs) Moving on. Charlie agrees. Deadly Friend is awesome. It's so good. Attaboy. Okay. Moving on. Uh, We already did Creepiest Little Boy. I don't know. Didn't we already do Creepiest Little Boy? Why is that showing up again on my list? We did like Creepiest Movie with a Little Boy, but I think that that basically is the same thing. Let's move on. I'm not doing another Creepy Boy thing. Skip it. Okay. Most Forgettable. There's only two more categories left, guys. Hang in there. Uh, Most Forgettable. I nominated The Gollum. Yep. The Darkness. Yep. The Uninvited. Yep. Pilgrim. Yep. And Sweetheart. Is that it? What, did you have something different for any of these? Uh, did, sorry, did you say the hole in the ground? No, I didn't say the hole in the ground. Okay. I had that one because I literally don't you remember, remember. <laughs> anything about it. And you even explained it to me yesterday, and mm-hmm. I didn't remember it. And I read the description, and I didn't remember it. Okay, so. I'm going to disagree with you on that just because I do remember it and that kid creeps me out. So I didn't remember it at all. Okay. Um, but I also had the Gollum because I vaguely remember that. I think the Gollum can win that one. Yeah. Okay, I'm cool. okay with the Gollum winning that one. Although I think that's the uninvited is like the darkness also. Like, do you really like I remember parts of it, but do you really remember the darkness? No, but when I read the description of the darkness and when I read the it description, like came back to you. I like remembered it. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But like these ones, I confused the Gollum with the other movie that we did with it. Fair. So. Gollum wins. Bye, Gollum. You're the most forgettable. Okay. And the final the, girls. The final uh, award, please. Every year. Yep. We need to have this. Yep. And this year it is. 
So there's only the, one nominee. <laughs> there's only one nominee for longest peen sequence. Longest peen sequence. It's all we got this year. <laughs> we only got one peen sequence this year. I think last year we also only had one peen sequence. I'm pretty sure this award was created for Creep 2. It was 100% created <laughs> for Creep 2 because it was by far the longest peen sequence of and any we horror to talk film about it. that I've ever seen. For sure. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Duplass. But I'm for this movie, yep. longest peen sequence for this year goes to Ben Affleck from Gone it Girl. Goes, goes to Batfleck. the only peen sequence that we discussed yep. this year. Yeah. So there you go. It was so go. funny because when, when it happened, I immediately texted Amy and I was like, we have a peen. Yeah. Total peen. It's it, the only peen we got, I think. It is. From what I remember. No, peen. Charlie, peen. Not pee. Not urine. The thing that the urine comes out of of a man. <laughs> the peen. The peen. This is what a peen is. <laughs> that? Yikes. It's not. Oh, this is not entertaining for those listening to us. can't see what just happened. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Guys, I know what a penis looks like and I know it's not that. I'm just, it's just what happened. Okay. Moving on. Just celebrate it. Cool. Um, So now we come to the portion of the show where we talk about our top five and our bottom five movies of the year. favorite five movies that we discussed in the last year and our least favorite five. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we usually start, Carly, what do we usually start with when we talk about our favorite? The worst one. The worst one. (laughs) Of the best. We count up to the number one spot. Correct. Okay. So who is in your number five slot? From the past year. Of the top five? Yes, of the top five. Overlord. Why did you want to start with top bottom five? I didn't know. Oh, okay. Over, Overlord is my top of, oh, is my Overlord bottom of the top. Overlord is a great choice. Not Thank on you. my top five, but maybe it should have been. I don't know. What, would you, what was your pick? My pick was Signs. Okay, okay. I really like that movie. It's one of those movies that I go back to again and again. It's great. Yeah. And Overlord is also great. Okay. uh, Number four slot. What you got? Joyride. Nice. That was also a very good one. I chose Cabin in the Woods for my number four slot. You'll I'm see sure that's Cabin on your in the list Woods somewhere. Coming in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three slot. Uh, number three slots. Halloween three. Oh, three and three. Yeah. I got The Lodge in um, oh. ca- on uh, number three. That should have been on my top five, but it wasn't. I definitely like that movie a lot. It's great. Yeah. Surprisingly, so. It's really good. I don't think I was expecting to like it as much as I did. It's delightful. All right. It's number t- real depressing. Number two spot. Uh, number two spot, I have Parasite. Okay. Wait. Does that mean you put Cabin in the Woods before <laughs> Parasite? Because what the fuck are you doing? This is my top five, okay? <laughs> this is my personal top five of the movies, and I fucking love Cabin in the Woods. 
You put cabin in the woods. Up here. And then you put this like Oscar winning film right underneath it. (laughs) I love Parasite. A hundred percent. It's phenomenal. That's fair. You're allowed to have your opinion. If I had the opportunity, if I like, I will watch Cabin in the Woods more this year than I will watch Parasite. Does it make Parasite any less of a movie? No. It just means that I have so much fun watching Cabin in the Woods. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I picked Halloween 3 in my number two spot, and I picked Parasite in the number one spot. Fantastic, as it should be, but it's also number two on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first is the worst, and second is the best. Second is the best. Third is the one with the hairy chest, as we we all know. We got Tom Atkins, so, you know, (laughs) works. It does work for you. Me, not so much. Who has a hairy chest in the lodge? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We don't see the dad's chest. Moving. <laughs> oh my God. Moving on to our bottom five. So the worst of the worst. Oh, the wait, worst is this of the, the worst. The Starting... least worst of the worst? What? I'm confused now. Like, it's uh, number one, the worst of the worst. Work your way up to the worst. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So I have... This is hard because they're all just bad. Is that rude to say? No, it's true. Okay. Um, so this is like in order, but like whatever also. Um, so for my number five of my bottom five, I've got the uninvited. Oh. Okay. Didn't make my list. Uh, number five slot goes to the prodigy. Okay. Yeah. Didn't make my list. Okay. Um, number four of the worst, I have Ghostquake. <laughs> Fair. I have <laughs> the darkness in Fair. the four slot. Nice, nice. Um, number three of mine, I have the forest. Wow. The forest isn't even on my list. And I thought you liked that movie more than I did. I didn't like it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I was very uh, bored. Black Hollow Cage is number three on my list. Nice. Okay. Second to worst movie we discussed this year goes to who, Carly? I have Black Hollow Cage. Okay. Mine is Ghost Quake. Nice. There. Okay. So what's your least favorite movie we discussed this year? Climax. Wow. Okay. Mine is The Curse of La Llorona. That was almost it, Which is to be literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen in it's, my entire life, and I can't believe it was made. <laughs> it's... Was that on your butt? Why? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, that one, it honestly, like, it, it was between that and Climax. Like, I have The Curse of La Llorona on here. Yeah. Also, but whatever. Todd has his Todd has his list. I think it's his top five, though. Uh, Anaconda, Santa Slade, Joyride. Is that right? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. You can say it faster than me if you want. If it's a race, it's a race. Just fucking like, just fucking going for it. (laughs) Your fancy nails and your glasses. Fine. You say it then. 
I'm a monster. I'm trying to do a setup here. Like, this is like a give and take kind of thing. Like, <laughs> are you new? We've been doing this for four years. Every day is a new day. Can you count? Can you, like, pinpoint when I'm doing a setup yet or no? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you stopped at Santa Slice, so it's Joyride and Happy Death Day was his favorite. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is not. Oh, it's Cabin in the Woods is on this list. <laughs> drink some more. What are we doing? What's happening? Happy anniversary. I love These are you. my real nails, guys. <laughs> they keep commenting about my fancy nails. They're so, they're real. They're my real nails. They're just long because we're in quarantine. I don't do anything. <laughs> oh, my God. She's drunk. And we are both that way. So that's fine. Oh, okay. wow. That just hit me in the Our face. Our anniversary episode where we literally get kind of drunk. Amazing. Where we get amazing. Where we get amazing. Yes. Okay. Moving on. We have some people's questions. We have some questions we received. Hey, listeners listening in, Patreon subscribers that we love so much that are watching while we drink and talk about horror movies, feel free to jump, jump in with any questions you have as we start talking. Carly, what is our first question of the day? What are your top 10 favorite horror movies of all time? Thanks and happy anniversary from that, TJ. That's from TJ. Okay. From Instagram. So that's a hard one. It is. It changes. So often. mine change all the time. So I went to like old reliables instead of like actual my top 10 right this second. I went top 10 like right now. Like I'm answering and thinking about these movies, but they're not in any order. See, I went to top 10 that are always kind of going to be in my top list no matter what. Cool. Okay. So I'm just, and uh, these are in no particular yeah. order. I'm just going to shout them out and then you can do yours. Is that cool? That's perfect. Okay. Uh, Midsummer is in there. Creep Show. Suspiria, 1977, obviously. The Changeling. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the OG, obviously. Uh, the Thing, John Carpenter. Uh, Night of the Creeps. The Fly. Uh, Evil Dead. OG. Nice. And The Shining. Yours are so much cooler than mine. No, mine aren't cool. I feel like mine are like normal. Like when I was writing this list, I'm like, how predictable and boring is my list? <laughs> but like, it's true. Like these are the top 10 movies I've probably, horror movies I've probably ever seen. Ever. I like it though. I like okay. it. And Midsummer is like a new movie, but I cannot get over how much I love this movie. And someday we will do an episode on it. We will. But I'm so in love with this movie that I'm so unprepared to talk about it. It's so good. Okay. We'll get there. What are your top 10? I'm so excited to hear. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cool. Black Christmas. Oh, that should have been on mine. Why didn't I do Black <laughs> Christmas? Now I feel like I did something wrong. <laughs> it, it's fine. No, uh, it's the best slasher of all time. It's not fine, Carly. I need what have to I change done? it. I'm, what have I done? I'm so upset right now. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to take over uh, your list. Trick or treat. I'm just really upset that I didn't put Black Christmas on my list. You know what? While I'm saying the rest of mine, replace something with it. And then you can let me know what you took off and replace Black Christmas. Oh, no. I don't know if I can do that. 
Okay, go ahead. Black Christmas is 11. Okay. Um, Trick or Treat, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, obviously. Scream, The Exorcist, Jaws, Hereditary, The Shining, and The Descent. I don't think I can replace anything with it. Maybe <laughs> Creep Show. Like, I don't have any real slashers on here. Creep Show's phenomenal. That's kind of the thing. Like, I feel like but Scream and Black Christmas are my favorite slashers of all time. Yeah. But, like, I don't have any slashers on my list. So it's hard to replace them. I probably should have just you. picked my favorite from every subgenre, but I did not do that. I just was like, what 10 movies do I love right now? And those were the movies that like, came I out. Like, I feel like Creepshow is the best anthology of all time. Best horror anthology of all time. I love Creepshow. But I, I you also, also love trick or picked... Treat. Um, trick or Treat. Trick or Treat, which is yeah. your favorite anthology horror film. I it's, love Trick or Treat, but I, to me, I Creep also Show love is Creep Show. But like Trick or Treat is like I watch that movie at least once a year. I love it. I love it. Well, I feel like Trick or Treat wouldn't exist if Creep Show didn't exist, though. One hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm not picking like what my favorite movie because of other movies is. I'm like picking my favorite watch movie. So yeah. that's where that came from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Was Jaws on your list? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, it'd be weird if Jaws wasn't on your list. Black Cat <laughs> was uh, mentioning it, and I was like, did she say Jaws? Yeah. Um, you guys, on our chat feature right now, um, feel free to jump in with questions if you have them. They don't have to be fancy questions. We'll just answer off the cuff. I know some sure. people are saying they forgot to mention questions. <laughs> you don't Whatever. have to, but if you have something that's... uh that comes into your brain feel free to shout now's out. the time okay moving on uh we got an email from armando c who says let's imagine you're given the chance to produce a horror movie remake what movie are you remaking and who do you want to cast for your leads so this was complicated for me i only half answered this question okay do you um, want to go first Sure, if you don't mind that I only half answered this question. I don't care. Do whatever you want. So I couldn't think of a movie that I wanted, like of all the movies in the world, that I would want remade. And so when I was scrolling through our list, I came across Bad Moon. And I would want that movie to be remade. Because I don't think that there's enough really good werewolf movies out there. And I think this had a really solid premise, and I would like to see it new and reali- like re-realized, but I don't know who I'd want to be in it. See, I think that's a great answer, though. Thanks. It is only a half answer, but I think it's a great answer, because I agree. There's not enough good werewolf movies, mm-hmm. and Bad Moon was a really good movie. We didn't talk about it um, in our nominations this year, but... It was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think same. it could totally do with a little bit of updating. Um, yeah. I personally selected The Changeling, nice. um, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. I mentioned it. I think it. they're watching that on Shudder tonight. Are they? I think so. They're so, doing like a 61 Days to Halloween or something. And so I think that's the movie for tonight. The Changing is one of my favorite ghost movies of all time. 
it's political. It's long. It is long. Uh, it's m- not for everybody. But I love this movie. I think it's creepy. I like the politics of it. I like... I think it does ghosts better than most ghost movies do. Um, and it's the lead is a is a is a man, right? John C. Scott. Am I saying that right? Oh God, I'm so drunk. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just being honest. Um, so I'm gonna look it up so I don't like give misinformation. Jo- George. George C. Scott, fucking stupid. Uh, George C. Scott is the lead of the Changeling. He's an old white man, which is not like normally our lead in a horror movie, right? It's not normally an old person, period. Yeah. And it's not normally an old white dude. He's just a, he creates music. That's his character. I thought it would be kind of fun to recreate this movie with a female actress an older female actress. And I thought, who would I like to see as this older female actress living in this ghost story? And instantly, brain, ding, like a light bulb, Susan Sarandon. Ooh. And then I would love to see the Changeling remade. I would love to, I love the idea of a horror ghost movie featuring an older character, period. We don't do that anymore. They used to do it in, like, the 70s. They don't do that shit anymore. We don't have old characters as main characters. Period. It's um, true. So I think... We Su- are more now, I feel like. That's exciting, though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but it's that. pretty, like, not common for it to be, like, super main character, like, final girl status. How many, like, old ladies do we have in final girl status? Like, none. Um, plus, who doesn't fucking love Susan Sarandon? Like, Susan Sarandon can do anything. She's so amazing. So I'm picking Susan Sarandon, the change. I like it. Yeah. I'd see it. Great question, Armando. Yeah. Okay. I, I put a lot of thought into that one. So I hope that you like that answer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, let's jump in really quickly. Uh, we got a couple questions from the peanut gallery here. Uh, Todd wants to know what our favorite monster is. Creature from the creature of the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. I just like vampires just across the board. I also like witches a lot just across the board. <laughs> It's a tie between vampires also, and witches, but I think I'm going to go with witches. witches. What's that? I love witches. Yeah, also. witches are great. There's a like love the good witches. Witch. Angelica Houston is amazing. See, I think the reason I like witches and vampires so much is because they can be really evil, but they can also be multi-dimensional characters. That's true. Although the creature from the back moon, I can see as a multi-dimensional character as well. I think he's so interesting. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Charlie asks, do you think you will ever do a really old movie from the 40s or 50s? <laughs> it's a great question. Yes. Can I tell you? I'm going to take this question. Mm-hmm. Um, we, this was maybe two years ago. Uh, all of the old Universal Horror movies were streaming on Shudder. And we had planned a whole month to do these Universal Horror movies. And of course, when we got to the month, they were all taken down. And it was so sad because 
we really want to do these like original like where all of these you know horror ideas and monster-ish movies came from but then uh they were taken away from us yeah and it was very cruel and we were very sad um we've also toyed around with an idea of doing twilight zone episodes we um, did a while ago i would love to yeah, go back to that same yeah so yes we have a lot of i personally uh love 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 old horror um and so i think that it would be really really fun to kind of get into so there we have done some old horror right yeah it's just been a while i um yeah we did like house on haunted hill i think we did house on haunted hill what's that really old it's like one of the first it's like a silent film about witches I don't we think did. we did that. Oh, maybe I, I just talked about it separately. We talked about doing it, but I don't think we ever did it because I don't I, think it was ever streaming. I feel like if we ever did Universal monster movies, I would want to bring in like Tab uh, because she knows so much about it and she could yeah. like teach us. Uh, I don't know a lot about it. I, it's not a big interest of mine personally. I've seen Nosferatu. I think Nosferatu is amazing. But in terms of like universal monsters, it's not really a thing of mine. It's not just because it's not because I don't like them. It's just because I haven't seen them. Um, I love and- it. I just got them all on Blu-ray. Well, like the eight main ones on Blu-ray. And I'm like, I've been geeking out so hard. I like yeah. I've been watching them and they're so much fun. So, I mean, yes. To, short answer, yes. We would love to do Universal Monster movies, and someday we will get there, uh, along with the Twilight Zone episodes that we love so much. We both love Twilight Zone a lot. So um, we'll get there. We were going to do, like, what were we going to do, like, top five Twilight Zone movies or, or episodes or something? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a long time ago. We'll get there again. That was. I promise. Um, the good thing about uh, this podcast is it's never going to end. We're just going to do this forever. <laughs> forever we're not having kids so we're just gonna just talk about horror movies till we die you'll just keep on hearing me getting more dogs we'll be, be like 25 like, gray haired ladies doing this shit hell yeah i'm here for it <laughs> uh and then armando asks if you were to have another podcast about movies what would it be about obviously a twilight podcast just kidding about movies, um, he says. Specifically about movies. Dan Stevens movies, just period. <laughs> well, we well, did I a Twilight. I mean, we literally did that with Twilight. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, uh, I could see us doing Harry Potter yeah. movies. Oh, man. Oh, what I could say about the Harry Potter franchise. We could definitely do a Harry Potter movie. Probably. I'm just going to go with that. If it's movie specifically, otherwise, I would say Gilmore Girls. We could definitely do a Gilmore Girls show. We totally could. Um, Or Buffy. Could totally do a Buffy mm-hmm. show. Um, Be like binge watching with the final girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so great. We could do it. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. No We're rules. in quarantine. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. What's our next um, question? Okay, that's next, enough for the peanut gallery for now. Our next question is from Twitter, um, from Chickapedia, oh. who says, Hi, loves. What are your four comfort horror movies? I love this question. By the way, this is one of the best questions we've ever gotten. 
So shout out to Chickapedia. Thank you so much. I love this question because I'm always asked what my favorite horror movies are. And they're never the same as my comfort horror movies, which they should be. But they're never the same. (laughs) To me, they're not the same. What are yours since yours are brand new? So the movies in my comfort movies, what I hear is what movie can you put on at any time and it makes you happy? Right? It's yeah. not the same as my favorite because my favorite are movies I feel like I'm watching a horror movie and I think this is a really good movie. This is okay. Uh, this is deserving of my love. This is well made. It's scary. It's a good movie. Comfort horror movies are different. It's like comfort food where like you know it's not necessarily good or good for you, but you enjoy it and you can eat it or watch it at any time. Right. So I'm equating comfort food and comfort horror movies in the same category. So mine are The Craft, which is probably one of the first horror movies I watched. Okay. I love The Craft more than like anybody I know. Honestly, that's on my list. So it should be. I think for you, it should be. I agree. And I'm glad it's on your list. Halloween is also on my list. Okay. I can watch that movie any day, anytime. Love it. I love Halloween. OG Halloween. Not Halloween 3. I love Halloween 3 too, but that's its own thing. Um, OG Pet Cemetery. Nothing better okay. to me. Also one of the first horror movies I've ever seen in my life. So nice. I think that has something to do with it. And then Scream. By Scream's far. On too. Number yeah. one comfort horror movie. Like, I I know every line. I know everything that happens in that movie. Like, Scream was the first horror movie I really fell in love with. I think I said this on the podcast before. And we were talking about, Carly, I don't know if we're still doing this, but we were talking about doing the Scream franchise in in October. Um, I love the original Scream more than almost any other movie. I watched it in my basement every day for like a year. (laughs) It's amazing. I also love Scream. Yeah. It's on my list, too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. What's your list? Other than uh, Hollow- or The Craft and Halloween, which apparently we share. Yeah. So The Craft uh, is the only movie that is on my list that's not on my top 10 favorite horror movies list. I also have Trick or Treat, Scream, and Halloween 3. Trick or Treat's a great one. Trick or yeah. Treat is such a comfort horror movie. I don't yeah. know what it is. But there is definitely, it's like a different thing. Comfort versus favorite. You know what else mm-hmm. would be a comfort horror so movie fun. for me? would be like F- Frankenhooker or something. I love Frankenhooker. I, honestly, I almost put Shark Night 3D because it's just like so much fucking fun for me to watch. Yeah. I love, love, love. Scream is just... It's perfect. Scream it's is so good. It's why is it so perfect? I don't know if it was like the age I was when it came out that it just came out like the perfect time for me. Uh, I honestly don't know if people watching Scream for the first time now feel the same way about it or could feel the same way about it. I honestly don't know. It's um, so good. But I think for the age I was when it came out, mm-hmm. uh, it really hit me hard. Yeah. Oh, Alex coming through with a question. Uh, what are you hoping and expecting from Scream 5? Since we're talking about Scream here. I honestly am just... I'm hoping for it to just be fun and for it to capture the vibe of 
one, two, and four. Three is not my favorite, to be honest, but sure. I guess we'll talk about it. Um, but I'm, I'm curious more than anything. And I feel like, especially four, when I went to go see it, I really didn't have any expectations and it surprised me and I had the best time with it. Um, because it felt like those first movies, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of hoping that they stick with the same kind of, um, the same kind of vibe, but also making it like a little bit different. I don't know if that makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense. I, I feel the same way about it. I am, like, believe it or not, and I was going to talk about this more in October, and I will talk about it more in October when we get there. I've not seen the sequels very much, if at all. Mm. Um, I can't... T- I know I've seen two, and I know I've seen three. I don't think I've seen four, um, which I heard is great. Um, it is. But I just haven't seen it. Um I can't like tell you scenes from those movies. Like I don't know details about them. Um, I've seen Scream five billion times, but I've the sequels have never been a thing of mine. So I'm not super attached to what happens in Scream Five. I'm hoping that in our um, discussion of Scream in October, that I really get more immersed in it, and then I maybe I will then have expectations of five, and we can talk about it in October. But right now, I don't really have expectations. I'd like to think it's enjoyable and fun and lovely, like the original is. Um, but yeah, no expectations right now. <laughs> I don't remember liking two or three very much. Three is weird. Three felt... Is three the one where she's like in the mountains living by herself? Mm. Is she in the mountains? She's not even in the mountains, but she's like living by herself in the middle of nowhere. And then she ends up having to go back. Scream three is the one where they're making the movie and it has like Patrick Dempsey is the cop and Parker Posey is supposed to be Gail. So there's like a lot of like doubles. Oh, there's yeah, like, I don't like, remember that. Okay, we'll get yeah. back to it. We'll get back. Oh, that's the start of four. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember. Um, but yeah, cheers to Frankenhooker, Black Cat. If anyone has seen <laughs> Frankenhooker, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. She loves it. I haven't seen it. Someday we will watch it for the podcast and that will be a proud day for me. It's true. Um, okay, so we okay. have a question on? from Tommy B. Oh, yeah, let's hear that one. Uh, he says, do you have or do either of you have any strong feelings about animated horror or series of any kind? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the only only animated horror movie that I thought of, which I don't even know if it falls in this category, is Coraline. Sure. Um, I am severely lacking in my knowledge of animated horror You love horror Nightmare movies. Before Christmas, though. I feel like that counts. I do. Um, I wasn't sure if it did. No, I think um, it counts. I don't like it, but I know you do. I do. I really do. <laughs> so uh, I'm up for suggestions of any animated horror movies or series. Uh, let me know what you think. I would I love suggestions on this because I feel yeah. like there's a lot, especially like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like horror Japanese manga something that i just don't know about like i like death note we watched a little bit of death note and i like that yeah i think that would probably count i personally like what came to mind when you said horror animated movies was frank and weenie which i loved uh Coraline, which i loved so paranorman 
loved it. And Monster House. <laughs> Those are the only ones I can think of. And I loved all of them. But I don't know if that's what you're referring to. So if there's more, Tommy B, we love your suggestions. So please feel free to suggest. Send them animated. our way. I would love to do an animated uh, episode. We haven't really done one, really. That's true. I know we've talked about Coraline on the show. And I know we've talked about uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on the show. Um Monster House, I remember being surprisingly creepy for a kid's movie. Coraline is also surprisingly creepy. Coraline's very creepy. Frank and Weenie had a lot of horror references that I very much appreciated. That's so cute. Yeah, super cute. Okay. Uh, Let's see, what else we got? Um, Uh, We have uh, Castlevania on Netflix. Never seen it. Have you? I have not. I've played the game, though. That's a thing, right? <laughs> played sure. Castlevania the game. Uh, Black Cat um, says Akira. You know, I was wondering if Akira as counted as horror. I think Akira could movie. count as horror. Sure, I sure. love Akira. I got to see a 35 millimeter print of that movie um, a couple years ago, and it's oh, that movie's so good. I love Akira. I haven't seen, and, and then uh, Charlie is saying heavy metal, which I haven't seen in a really long time. But Same. I, but maybe I don't remember. Is it creepy? Is there? Sc- I think there might be scary moments in that. It's been a minute. I'm old. Okay, moving on. Uh, JX had a really interesting question. Uh, he said, "Could you rec? If you could recast one role in a movie that you love, which role would? You- oh God, which role?" Which actor, actress would you choose and why? So this one's hard. This one is really hard. It took me a long time, but I came up with a good answer. So I'm going to shout it out and then you can follow up if you have anything to add. Okay. Okay. Um, My selection, I'm going to go with Beetlejuice on this one. Oh. Which is not, I mean, it's got, it's definitely got horror themes. We can yeah. all agree there's at least horror themes. Oh, no, Maybe for sure. not That's a legit a- horror movie. Um, but fuck Jeffrey Jones, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch my favorite, like, 80s movies with Jeffrey Jones. Like, Ferris Bueller Day Off is difficult because Jeffrey Jones is in there. And it's like, I used to love Jeffrey Jones, but now I know he's like a creepy boy child molester thing and i just don't want to do with any of that so i'm suggesting that we just replace jeffrey jones in all of my favorite old 80s movies that he's in so that i can watch them in a way that makes me happy i support it so Who i was trying to find someone that's like around his age but then i was like thinking like oh Catherine o'hara like who like who could be married to Catherine o'hara eugene levy of course Hell yeah. Who is amazing. And I love him. And I love Best in Show. Yes. And I love Schitt's Creek. Yes. And I love all of those things. Yes. So I'm going with Eugene Levy just replacing Jeffrey Jones in general in the 80s movies and especially in Beetlejuice. I support it. Fuck Jeffrey Jones. I support it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep. Okay, moving on. Do you have anything you want to add to that? 
Not really. I think you 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 nailed it. <laughs> I couldn't really think of one. I couldn't think of one either. And I was like yeah. texting you. I'm like, oh, we got this question. It's so hard. And then suddenly I thought of Beetlejuice. And then suddenly I thought of Jeffrey Jones. I'm like, who do I not want to watch in movies? Yeah. Okay. It's a small list. You know, like Bill Cosby's yeah. in there. You know, like mm-hmm, I don't really mm-hmm. want to watch movies with Bill Cosby. I don't really want to watch movies with O.J. Simpson. Yeah. You know, and I really yeah. don't want to watch movies with Jeffrey Jones, but Jeffrey Jones was in Beetlejuice. And then that can I can make that thematically work for me. So we're going to go with that one. That's great. I like it. And so I'm s- saying yes, saying here, here oh, to Amy's uh, answer. <laughs> Alex C says, I love Videodrome, but fuck James Woods. Fair. Agreed. Alex. See? Great. Mention. We all have one. Uh, we also have uh, our listeners noticing my cat. Laying over here. Yes, Haley that's Haley Cat. That's Haley Cat. She's She likes to hang out while I'm recording. Um, what else? Uh, Todd asks, how has neither of you had to take a bathroom break after drinking for over an hour? Practice. Practice, Todd. That's a practice. Not even a diaper involved. We're it's focused. All pra- I'm pro- <laughs> we're professionals. Okay? <laughs> okay? We're professionals fucking no bathroom breaks needed okay moving on (laughs) all right okay so this is our last question um from dave l from facebook who says i've been listening to your podcast for a couple years now and really enjoying it i'm from the uk and i wondered what your thoughts on uk horror uh were and what your favorite uk horror films are and the last uk horror movie that you watched oh god I don't remember what the last UK movie that I watched. And to be honest, I had to Google this question. This is a difficult question for us Americans that don't pay attention to other countries. Um, It's not true. Not that don't pay attention to other countries, but I just don't know which films are from the UK. Like, obviously, I knew, like, Descent, one of my favorite movies. Amazing. Um, In general, I think that's, if it wasn't on my top 10 list, it should be because it's close. Right. and I I didn't realize that American Werewolf in London was a UK movie, even though like it takes one. place in London, which yeah, I fucking so love that movie so much. Sure. Totally. Um I love Twenty Eight Days Later. Um and then obviously we did Ghost Watch Ghost Watch for the show. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean it's not really a movie, but Right. Um but it's UK horror for sure. It's true. Um and so those are kind of the ones that like jumped out at me. Um, I guess I'm not super well informed as to <laughs> where all of the movies uh, generate from. Yeah. But I'm super down to. I think the fact that we don't necessarily notice that they're UK horror movies is kind of encouraging. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Ameri- there's American made horror movies that have British influence mm-hmm. all the time. Well, and there's a lot of movies. And they're always ghost movies because old ghosts are scary. And Americans think, like, British is old. So, like, I know it's not. (laughs) But, like, Americans do think that. I I, Just as someone who's from the UK, I want you to know that as an American, like, if we hear someone speaking in, in, like, a British accent, we're thinking either they're old or, like, (laughs) they're from olden times. (laughs) In a movie. In a movie. Not in real life. Obviously, we know British people (laughs) exist. What? Sure. Um, Carly, think about it. Anytime 
you watch a British horror movie, 99% of the time, it's like an old ghost movie. It takes place in olden times, and that's why there's British accents. I don't think any of the movies that I named are from olden time. Only one of mine is. But I'm just saying, like, you, as an American, like, I'm generalizing here. I'm not saying, like, you and me specifically, but I'm just saying, like, that's a thing. Like, Americans hear British accents in movies and think it's an old movie or, like, I don't know. It's pretty common. It's a common thought. I'm just, (laughs) I'm putting it out there. Maybe you don't want to agree, and that's okay. But I'm just letting... Our listener, Dave Elmo. I've never heard of that as a a thing. Really? How is that not a thing you've ever heard of? I just, because I've honestly, like, never really thought of where movies are, like, produced and where they originate from. Because a lot of movies... No, that's fair. But I'm just saying, when you hear a British accent in a movie... I personally don't think that. I don't know of other people that think that, but... If it's a thing, it's a thing. I, just- I mean, it's usually a thing in old, in movies that take place a long time ago, is all I'm saying. Because there's like, you know, when British people moved to America a long time ago, they also had British what? accents. <laughs> <sighs> Did we mention that we've been drinking? Oh my God, does really no one know what Wait. I'm talking about? I don't. Fine. Because whatever. I think of the like transcontinental accent, but I think of that as being American. I don't think of it as being British. That's fine, but you know, like, it sounds kind of British, though. (laughs) What are your movies? (sighs) My movies are Shaun of the Dead. Hell yeah, so good. Which is so fucking good, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also selected The Ritual. I was actually going to honorable mention that as being one of those movies I didn't realize was from the UK. I really love The Ritual. Um, it's so good. That was one of those unexpected movies we got last year that was just like so good, so creepy. It didn't quite live up at the end, but like the beginning and middle of that movie is, is so fucking creepy. So good. So good. And then my favorite, I think, is The Awakening, which has, uh, it was written by Stephen Volk, who we had on our show, if you go way back into our episodes. Stephen Volk, like, we woke up at, like, five in the morning to talk to Fee- Stephen Volk in the UK. and I was so uh, tired. We were so tired. He is so smart and so funny. He also wrote Ghost Watch, which is a very popular UK uh, show, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it, 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 they thought it was real and it wasn't. I don't know if you've ever heard our ghost watch. Go back and listen to our ghost watch talk and go listen to our Stephen Volk uh, interview back in the day on Podbean if you can. Because he's very smart. very, And he also wrote The Awakening, which is, I think, a very underrated ghost movie. We did talk about it on the show a long time ago. Um, I think it's super underrated. It's super creepy. It's super good. I love The Awakening. I think The Awakening is a great, great, great horror movie. Uh, and if you like ghost horror movies, go check out The Awakening. And Stephen Volk in general is great. Love him. We're a big fan over here. I remember I was posting about The Awakening and his wife replied and was like, hey, do you want to have my husband on your show? And I was like, sure, of course I do. And then uh, we did the go- we did Ghost Watch. Oh no, we were asking 
our UK listeners about their experience with Ghostwatch. Because when it came on, it was such a big thing. It was like War of the Worlds, where they thought it was real. That's like these ghosts, this poltergeist was really like attacking this home. Um, So, anyway, having him on was fantastic. And he's a very intelligent, smart man. He wrote this film. And honestly, I love, as much as I love Ghostwatch, The Awakening's a far superior and more enjoyable thing to watch, in my opinion. Um, I think it gets, gets the ghost genre just right. Um, which a lot of ones, a lot of movies try to like tend to fuck up, but I think The Awakening gets it just right. And again, open to whatever suggestions that you <sighs> might have, Dave. I just talk so much. Why did I talk so much? Why didn't you stop me? Because <laughs> I wanted to hear what you had to say. Fuck. Does anyone actually want to hear what I have to say? Like... Is that a thing? <laughs> Black Cat says liquor logic going on here. I'm getting existential here for a moment. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that uh, is it for us oh for God. this anniversary episode. Oh, my God. Can you believe I think it? this is the best anniversary episode ever. We had so much fun. Besides my weird existential thing. Can we please read the thing that Charlie sent us? Because it made my heart so happy and charlie is just such a sweetheart he's our unofficial uh, intern and i love him and i think we should read this email he sent us because i think it's so great okay so charlie said to us i don't have any questions for you but i needed to take a moment to just say thank you for your show i know i've said it a few times but i'm gonna do it again Uh, Your podcast is one of the few things that could keep me outside my own head. I totally get that, too. 100%. Um, The two of you clearly enjoy each other's company. Cracking each other up. Great conversations uh, is just delightful to listen to. Um, I love your show very much. Your Facebook community has also been a joy to be a part of. Thank you for your show and happy anniversary. Charlie, you warm our heart. You and do. You're you. so sweet. We Honestly, all of our Patreons warm our heart and we love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. We're not the most popular horror podcast in the world. <laughs> We're not the most organized. We're not the most organized. <laughs> We're not the smartest. Off the We're cuff. not even the most interesting, but we love each other and we love our listeners. And that's what keeps us going. That's um, true. And we don't really care about any of those other things. We don't care about being the most popular, or the most smart, or the most interesting. Uh, we the just most like getting together every week uh, and talking about horror movies and having these people to talk to. Uh, and four years is a long time to have a podcast. <laughs> it really it's is. True. And most podcasts guys. don't go on for four plus years. Uh, and. <laughs> We have never even thought about stopping the show. I mean, maybe at the beginning, but like these past two, three years, I've never even thought about stopping. Like this is what keeps me going. Um, it keeps us happy. It, it gives us a reason to keep watching horror movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, my relationship with Carly has really like become this amazing friendship. I know we've talked about it. Uh 
before, but when we first started recording, Carly and I didn't really talk that much. Like we knew each other. We were acquaintances. We got along, but we weren't like best friends. And at Mm -mm. this point, like I really feel like Carly is one of my best friends and I love you so much, Carly. I love you so much. Stop it. It's true, though. It's like, true. We were, we were basically, like, Amy was literally just like, hey, you like horror movies. None of my friends like horror movies. Want to do this podcast? And I was like, yeah. And here we are four years later. Yeah. So we don't really care. Honestly, we don't give a fuck if we're popular. We don't give a fuck if anyone really listens to us. We love our listeners that we do have. Um, we love each other. And we love modern horrors. Our- yeah podcast group our family and uh and this is it's especially in a time right now not to get sappy but like 2020 is really awful right like we can all agree 2020 is fucking awful um this is the one thing that really just helps keep me going and i love all of you and i love carly and i love this show and thank you for listening anyone that does listen And I'm drunk, and I'm going to say crazy, sappy things. (laughs) Love you guys. (laughs) So the moral of the story is thank you for being on this crazy ride with us the past four years. We think that we have one of the best communities out there. um, And we just really appreciate you guys being a part of it. We've always said quality over quantity of listeners. Like, we're happy to have, we have the best the listeners we have because they're so wonderful like i hear all these other podcasts like have like drama like people not liking each other people being shitty like we've had very little uh shitty feedback <laughs> for the most part and when we do we collectively shut them down which is fun we're the best <laughs> we really are just just are the best and thank you guys and we love you uh okay so I think we need to spin the wheel for next week's episode, Carly. What do you think? Oh, shit. Yeah. We need to pick what next week's movies are going to be because we we're going to do, do a Are you ready? Ep- yeah. No, I'm not ready, but I'm going to be ready. Let me find my app for my wheel. Spin the wheel. My spin the wheel app. Okay. I'm going to turn my audio up so you guys can hear the clicking of my. Okay. So I already have a bunch of random movies in my wheel app. Phenomenal. Okay. Start it. Okay. Can you look up where these movies are streaming, by the way? Because I have no idea where they're streaming. Okay. Here we go. Stop. Okay. House on Haunted Hill. That was HBO. It is streaming on HBO. House on Haunted Hill is streaming on HBO. And that's the newer one? Yes. Okay. I'm assuming. Okay, what are we doing with House on Haunted Hill? Let's see. The Ruins. Oh, also on HBO. Okay. There Amazing. we go. House on Haunted Hill and The Ruins, both, both streaming, streaming on HBO. On HBO. You heard it first here, folks. So join us next week. <sighs> Charlie is asking for us to do Frankenhooker. I am just saying it's never streaming. It's never, ever, ever streaming. The movie is not available to stream. Like, I own it in my, like, let me look. In my. Maybe, maybe we'll do it. In my DVD collection. Maybe we'll do it for a Patreon watch along. Yeah. It does not exist. 
streaming wise. Sorry about it. Okay. Anything else? You guys, because I'm about to close out. Let's, we love you guys. Yeah, thank you so thank much you. for joining us. It's been a great four years, and here's to another year. We're going to continue Woo-hoo. till it's five years. Oh, my God. Is that possible? <laughs> All right. I'm stopping recording. Uh, oh, well, until we next week. <laughs> it's like we should sign up first. Yeah. Until next week. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Sorry to break your all eardrums.